Hey everybody, welcome to Local Business Hacks Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Case, and I'm on a mission to help you. Every week we're gonna be talking to local business owners and experts to get their best tips, tricks, and hacks to grow your business. This show is designed to teach you, inspire you, and motivate you to take massive action and start to build your future-proof business. Whether you're just starting off or you're taking your existing business to the next level, this episode is for you. So let's get started. Good afternoon, listeners. Carl Case, Head of Business Development at Referizer, joined today by Adam Sedlak, founder and CEO of UFC Gyms. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Carl. It's good to be here. Appreciate the invite. Of course. So you have a pretty cool title with an amazing brand behind you. That doesn't happen overnight. How'd you get here? Well, it's a blessing and I love what I do. And really, I always say hard work and preparation and you end up creating your own luck. I think what happened was as I was exiting out of college, I was looking for a summer job and I landed in this place called Family Fitness in Southern California, um, 1994. And I loved it. You had a chance to meet girls and work out and and it, I really treated it as a summer job. And then all of a sudden, I went from being a front desk to a salesperson and started making five, six, seven thousand dollars a month. And I'm like, this is something that I could fall in love with. You know, when you're 22 and you're making that kind of money, I was blown away by what the industry brought me. Not only was I able to work out in an environment that was amazing, but the financial economic piece of it was incredible as well. So I went all in and literally spent seven days a week, 12 hours a day at the gym, learning roles, learning how to be better at what a salesperson is in the fitness space. And then went from a salesperson to an AGM, to a GM, to a, a district manager, to a regional manager, to a VP, to a divisional president with 24-hour fitness. I met my wife. She was my front desk receptionist. So I'm guilty of sexual harassment. Don't tell anybody. Let's keep that between you and I. Thank God she said yes. Otherwise, I'd be in a lot of trouble. But we moved, we moved 20, 21 times throughout the US during my growth stage at 24 Hour Fitness. And then in 2008, I exited out of 24 Hour. The CEO at the time was Mark Mastroff. He was also the founder of 24 Hour. He sold it in 2005 and then left the company in the same time frame at 2008. I was very fortunate to have some mentorship from Mark. He treated me very well. And then as he exited, he called me one day and he said, hey, I have an opportunity. I'm really good friends with Lorenzo Fertitta and Dana White out at the UFC. And they're thinking about creating a fitness concept off of the UFC brand. What do you think? And I thought, well, no, I, I was not a UFC fan. I was like, are you nuts, Mark? You're going to create a fitness concept. And all I remember at that point about UFC was was those infomercials back in the early days where people would kick the crap out of one another. And I'm like, how does this materialize to a, a gym concept? And Mark is one of the most iconic leaders in this industry, both past, present, and I think in the future. And he said, go study a fight camp. Go check out how these guys train and see if the dots get connected for you. So I went to a fight camp. And it was amazing. The observation is that you have 10, 11, 12 of these expert coaches. You have a wrestling coach, jiu-jitsu coach, striking coach, performance coach, psychologist, nutritionalist. You have all these people. And their only goal 
is to get that athlete in the best shape of their life. So when he walks into that octagon, he's extremely confident that nobody on planet Earth can beat him in that weight class. And genius, if a consumer can walk into a UFC gym and they can feel like there's a group of coaches that are their personal fight camp to prepare that consumer to be the best version of themselves every day when they wake up, you got something there. And so UFC gym was born. I, I jumped in right away with Mark and a guy named Jim Rowley, who's now the CEO of Crunch and uh, Mike Feeney and some other people, some other team members. And we started this concept out in the Bay Area and Concord, California as the first club, went to LA, grew three, four, five clubs, had some fantastic success. And then we got into the franchising platform and started expanding internationally. And here we are today. And we're in a good position, love the brand, and very fortunate to have those three letters with UFC. And Dana White is an incredible, iconic ambassador of what being great at business is all about because he comes from his heart and he's extremely authentic. That's awesome. Well, Adam, congrats to you and entrepreneurship 101. Take that leap. Yeah. Do, do your research. Sure. And if you feel it, go for it. It's okay. That's right. That's right. And today, UFC Gym hosts how many studios across the world? Yeah, so so it's we have three tiers of gyms. We have a signature gym that's anywhere between 30,000 and 50,000 square feet. We have a kind of this middle box, which is around 10,000 square feet. And then we have a studio, which is like a 2,500 square foot concept. We have 165 locations that are open, but we have contracted out another thousand That'll open over the next 10 years. And really international is where the amazing growth is going to happen. We're developing now in 39 countries. Probably the hottest market is the UAE, where they have 23 locations by the end of the year. But there's so many different countries that are expanding at an aggressive rate. We're really excited about directionally where it's going to be. That's awesome. Well, congrats again, Adam. Thank you. So shifting gears a little bit. Obviously, you didn't become an overnight success and neither did UFC Gym. What are those stories that, you know, molded you or that you remind franchisees or consumers or anybody of those stories? Anything come to mind? Well, I got a lot of stories and then there's a lot of things that you just learn and pick up over the years, right? But to me, it's really about relationships and how you connect with your circle of association. So Carl, you're a very successful guy. And if you think about your rise over the years, think about the people that have been around you that have helped push you, right? When you made a decision, probably in your, I mean, you're just hearing about you, it sounds like you started when you were four years old, but when you make a decision in your early twenties to say, hey, I wanna do something. And you look at the people that are around you, those people were probably very successful and they pulled you up versus having people around you that pulled you down, right? And so I was very fortunate to have these amazing people around me that pulled me up where I felt like I was the least skilled person in the room, the least capable person in the room, and I strived to be at their level. And I feel that way still today. I, I continue to surround myself with great people that blow me away because I'm always learning something from them on a daily basis. But something that I will never forget because it amazes me till today. Mark Mastroff, he started 24-Hour Fitness in 1983. He ended up growing it to 420 locations at his departure. He sold it for $1.7 billion. 
97 is when I first met Mark. And it was in San Diego at a 24-hour fitness in Rancho Penasquitos. So I was the GM there. And I'll never forget this. I think we had about 250 gyms at the time. And he walked in out of nowhere. And I'm like, I know that guy. I couldn't remember who he was. And I go, oh, that's the owner of the company. And so obviously I went up and tripped over my own words and introduced myself. And it was just like, I couldn't believe he was there. It was almost like, you know, you have Michael Jordan walk into your basketball court, right? So I gave Mark a tour. And at this time in his circle, he has thousands of people. He has his board of directors. He has an executive team. He has all these GMs and fitness directors and OMs. And the company probably has 30,000 employees at that point. And so he just happened to be driving by. So we took a tour and he said, Adam, the club is amazing. The business results are amazing. Let me give you a couple points of feedback. And he was giving me some business feedback. And he said, by the way, the janitor is mopping the rubber floors. And that's going to create a challenge with those floors warping over a period of time. And you don't want to do that. Well, I'm not, I'm not really listening to him. I'm just more thinking about the political piece, right, of how I connect with them. And, and I said, okay, Mark, great. Thanks for coming. And it was, it was great. Sent him an email. We became connected. You fast forward two and a half years. He comes back into the gym and we have a better relationship at this point. We know each other. And he goes, hey, I'm about to open another club down the road. I wanted to stop by and say hi. He walks through the gym again. And the same, a different janitor, but the same thing is happening. They're mopping the floor. And he pulled me aside. He said, remember when I told you not to mop the floor because it's going to work the rubber floors? And I'm in my head, I'm thinking, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't really remember that. But I said, yeah. And he goes, why did you let it happen again? And at that point, I knew I wanted to be in the fitness business because what he taught me at that very moment was the attention of detail is an X factor when intersected with personality and passion can create incredible results. And the fact that that guy having thousands of employees, visiting hundreds of gyms, touring all over the world, remember that one circumstance of mopping somebody's floor in one gym. And then a couple of years later, remembering that time was to me amazing. It blew me away. And from that point on, I became the chief fan of the Mark Masteroff Club of this guy is, is something else. And so that's one story that just taught me the importance of detail and how you psychologically make things important to you to remember them to help drive relationships and passion for the future. That's awesome. So do you have the same flooring at UFC gyms and are you mopping it? I, we have the same flooring and hell no. There's no mopping allowed. I could just imagine because he's my he's now my chairman of the board at UFC Gym. So that's all I need is for him to walk in and remind me of the story from 1994. First line on FTD operations man manual, no mopping floors. No, exactly right. It's exactly right. That's, that's hilarious. Funny. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Adam, thank you for sharing that. We have time for one more story if there's something that comes to mind that, that you'd like to share. No, I mean, I mean, listen, I've been very fortunate and blessed. I work with amazing people in UFC gym that are gritty and humble and team-based and they're empathetic and the relationships have been fantastic. And I've had the ability to visit the globe 
I think I've been to 20 plus countries now with UFC gym and visited them and got on the ground and met members and met franchisees. I was just in India three weeks ago and just learning culture and learning people and learning everybody has their own story and they're writing their own book. And there's a million different stories that you can go through. But as I tour the globe and I learn from different people and different things, it's the lesson that you learn is if you really understand people and you understand the opportunity and you can identify how to create purpose with this brand, there's nothing like it. You see, anybody can join a gym and gyms are great that, you know, right now in the U S we have 25% of the population working out in the gym. Right. And to me, people say, well, you got a lot of gyms now built in the U S it's very competitive to me. You need twice the amount of gyms to get 50% of the population working out on a regular basis. And when I can take a gym and all of a sudden apply a purpose to that gym where people with low self-confidence, with low self-esteem, people that maybe don't feel the best that they've ever felt in their life. And I can take them and beyond just saying, go hit the bench press or go do cardio, go meet with the best coaches in the industry to help you learn how to use your body in jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, all these different vehicles to get you so confident that the way you look at life is just a little bit different to me, that's what is amazing about this brand. And that's why I love it so much. It's not about the money and the economics. And although all that is important in a boardroom, what it's about is making a difference and creating purpose and fitness so people can look at it differently, where they feel a little bit more empowered and a little bit more able to take on the adversity of everyday life as they leave our gym. So so instead of another story, I'm just thrilled and I'm passionate about the team that's around me. I, I love, you know, the, the circle of association that I have. I love our international and domestic franchise partners that are all on the same page, guiding us to that North Star to drive and make a difference in this fitness world. That's awesome. And I could pull out 10 quotes out of what you just said that I think are definitely unique in the fitness space. So thank you for that, Adam. You can have them. Trademark them. Thanks. <laughs> Adam, how can people get involved with UFC brand from both a franchisee and a perspective? Yeah. So it, obviously ufcgym.com. We have three concepts, UFC gym, UFC fit class by UFC gym. We have a great virtual platform called Box It Live uh, by UFC gym, where you can train UFC no matter where you are across the globe. I'm on LinkedIn. Love LinkedIn. You learn a lot there. Love Instagram. I'm uh, CEO UFC Gym on Instagram and love to connect with you. I probably answer 30 to 40 member questions, comments a day off my Instagram account. So always here for people to help them out and we'll grow this together. Love that. Well, thank you, Adam, for your stories and sharing your journey. And we wish you the best. Appreciate the time, Carl. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Be sure to head over to our site, local-business-hacks.com to check out the show notes and send me questions or ideas for future episodes. If you want to grow your business, just like the people you've heard from here, follow Local Business Hacks podcast and tune in for new tips, tricks, and tactics. Until next time, thanks for listening and keep hacking.